Welcome to Geeks Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And we are happy that you are here tonight. Please let us know what you would like to talk about in the comments. But if we don't hear anything else, we are going to continue with what we think the show will be about tonight. And that is a lot of news that came out of the Walt Disney Company this week. And that includes layoffs at the Disney parks domestically, uh, California legislators urging the governor to reopen its theme parks, a very special coffee video, Tokyo Disneyland expansion, a new date for the D23 Expo, the Lion King sequel that is coming, and group watch. We are going to hit all of these things and more tonight on Geek's Corner. And if you haven't yet, subscribe. See, I'm doing it at the front. Aren't you, do aren't it you now. proud Look of me? You. You yeah, you've been telling me to do so this fun. for like forever. And I finally... And you're finally listening. Yes. And uh, Clocky is suggesting that we also have a debate on churros versus dull whips. This might happen. Churros. If we have enough time, I think we will make it happen. See, I would say dull whips. Perfect. This this is the thing. Uh, mainly because I just spent a week in Florida, which was ridiculously hot. And the last thing you want when it's really, really hot and really, really humid is a hot churro. But they, they are warm and happy. It doesn't matter how hot it is outside. It makes you happy inside. Well, currently I'm seeing more votes for churros in the chat, but we'll continue to watch those. And uh, I will tell you what happens at the end of the night, who won. Um, and that will be based off of my system. Team churro. Yes. All right. Well, let's start off by eating the frog, which means we're going to hit the not so fun topics first so that we can go to the more fun things. Thank you, Roger and Clocky, for your dull whip votes. Those count for double. Um, Where everything's and, made up and the points don't matter. And Bailey gets triple. What? Well, because she's she's our historian, so uh, she gets extra points. Well, Steven said um, true in all caps, so... Yeah, since it's all chat caps, that's actually not correct. So that's a negative three points. <laughs> Mr. Knopf, <laughs> you're so rude. <laughs> anyway, in more serious news, today it was announced that 28,000 cast members across the United States in Disney parks, experiences, and products will be losing their jobs. That has already begun to happen, we've seen tonight. And uh, this is not a fun topic to be hitting, but it is the topic that is in the forefront of many people's minds tonight. And it really is the um, the culmination of a, a rough business environment caused by a even rougher uh, medical environment. Is that the right word? Um, but uh, do you have thoughts on this, Katie, other than uh, obviously we feel terrible for the cast members being affected tonight? Yeah, that's my main thought is um, I hurt for the cast members that have no idea what's going to happen. Um, I think it's a little bit lame on Disney's part that they announced this before they started doing layoffs. Um, because now you just have cast members in a panic um, that have no idea what's going to happen to their job. Um, and I get it because of uh, websites that would run with the story. Yes. I mean, there's already been re websites running with a similar story this week that uh, as others have been laid off that I'm assuming are part of this, this 28,000, but yeah, because there are, some parasitic websites that would, if it news got put out that domestic park cast members were being laid off, they would run with that and it would unfortunately do very well for them. Um, so uh, I think that Disney was kind of in a lose-lose situation, but I don't think it's fair to cast members that they are now going to spend their whole week wondering, am I okay or not? 
Yeah. And um, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping they get through it quickly. And I hope yeah. there's also a, like, I think it'd be amazing if at the end of this, whatever it is, there's a, a tweet or whatever it is just saying we've done this. Like it's. Yeah. That it's over. Like, yeah. And, um, and, and I hope they do it quick. Like it, it, I really do hope it's, it's as quick as possible just so the anxiety um, can pass and people can move on with whatever way that works. And, uh, and so what we know is it'll be 28,067% of those will be part-time. And, and that's by my count, count about, uh, what did I think it was 18,000 ish. Something like that. And, yeah. yeah. Maybe a little bit more than that. And, and so about 10,000 full-time cast members will be uh, let go before the end of all of this. And, uh, it really is tragic. And, uh, um, and you do have to wonder as we move into the next topic, if it's connected with the fact that Disneyland has not, not been able to reopen. And I think that this is a, a really interesting thing um, because I just spent a week at Walt Disney World. And, and I can tell you for every second I was in Walt Disney World, I felt safer than any place I've gone here in California, um, whether it's where I work, whether it's been at downtown Disney, which I think was very safe. Um, but it, it, like when Disney is allowed to do what Disney does, they were able to take it to a whole new, another level, um, above and beyond. Um, I mean, not to mention grocery stores and other stores here in California. Um, Disney does a fantastic job of creating a safe environment and letting you wear masks, but also experience the magic. And that was really, um, eye-opening to me. Um, I would also say the airlines did a fantastic job. I was very pleasantly surprised because that was the one thing I was kind of like, well, I think Disney's going to be okay, but getting to and from might not be so good. And and I think they did a, a really good, good job um, with safety as well. But, um, but I do think like if they were able to, to open up the Disneyland resort, it would be the safest place in California. Um, just from my observations in Florida this last week. And, um, and I, I really hope that this is, you know, the governor keeps saying it's soon. I'm hoping it really is soon. And it's not just talk as they're like, I don't really know what to do, you know, like, and that's kind of what it's starting to look like. And I'm, I'm not an expert in this at all, but um, don't say soon if it's not soon. That's giving people false hope. Exactly. Um, what do you think, Katie? I'm, I'm going on too long. <laughs> no, I, I am in the same boat. I think that it's very frustrating that people keep saying soon. Um, give a date or don't say anything at all. Or, or um, just give a, a bench line. Like this yeah. is, this, these are the goalposts you're aiming for. And maybe that'll take six weeks, but at least, you know, yeah. it's going to take six weeks. Well, and I think that I agree with the, uh, I read the full letter that the legislators put out, which I thought was fascinating, but they truly said, if you're going to open indoor operations and theme parks logically, uh, operate mostly outdoors it just seems like a logical next step that they would be allowed to operate um and in my head that makes sense <laughs> i don't see a reason um why that can't happen especially when there are malls and uh la comic-con is happening this year yeah yeah that that to me i'm like if la comic-con can happen i don't understand why disneyland universal any of the California theme parks can't get reopening guidelines that have asking, proven that have proven track records in Florida. Yeah. I, I'm not asking for them to reopen <laughs> tomorrow. I'm just asking for guidelines of yep. what's good. What's it going to take? Give the rule book. 
they've given the rule book for everything else. Give it. Yeah, free. exactly. Yeah. So uh, we will continue to follow this story. Um, I think it's it's frustrating and painful for everybody involved on both sides. Like I think the people that are making the decisions aren't having the fun. The I, I feel terrible for all of the cast members tonight. I also feel terrible for the leadership of Disney tonight because it's never easy to be the one um, that has to make that call. And granted, that's the better place to be. Um, but it, it does stick with you. And, um, and I've had to make those calls before too. And, and I've had been on the other side and, and it's just not, it's not fun for anybody and, and it doesn't build anybody up. And when this is a company that's made on making magic, um, this is the least magical thing that anybody Disney has to experience or do. And, and so our, our hearts go out to everybody tonight. And, uh, if there's anything we can do, always reach out to us and, um, we are networked and we are happy to try to use those networks to try to help in any way we possibly can. I, I am always more than happy to see what we can do. And, uh, and, uh, you know, we will hope for the best for everyone. Um, with that, we are going to pivot to more positive news tonight, and the most positive news of the day is that it is National Coffee Day. National Coffee Day is one of our favorite days of the year because uh, we actually, um, well, Katie and I are friends because of coffee, not National Coffee Day necessarily, but um, I thought it would be fun to celebrate National Coffee Day by sharing with you a video that goes back to a very special coffee experience. And Katie has no clue what this is, and she should be scared, but maybe she shouldn't. I don't know. Um, we can make predictions in the um, in the uh, in the chat if you'd like, but uh, you'll probably be wrong. We'll see. Uh, but I'm going to play for you a video from Katie's very first Geeks Corner appearance that happened to do with her teaching us to taste coffee, which we're not going to show you. We're going to show you an even better part of this episode. So we hope you enjoy. Uh, one more thing before we move along, because we're almost done with the show, is oh. uh, there is some disbelief on there actually being ketchup in the coffee. Uh, Larissa Reyna says, party foul, I need to see the ketchup going into the cup and to just believe put it, this. I just put it in so, the cup. Um, can we get a round two of ketchup in the coffee? Please? Can we not? Hold on. Honestly, I'll be here. There's the coffee. Did you guys see that? Yep. Now hold it high enough so that they can see the ketchup going in. This is how William Fonda drinks coffee, also, by the way. Okay, so there's the ketchup going into the coffee. We really should have gotten this yeah, from here. You can hear it glopping from here. I don't know if you can hear it on the mic. You guys will drink at the same time. Hold on, we've got to do this here. together. Is it five bottles? Five bottles. So there we go. There is, there is ketchup on my hand. Ketchup in, yeah. in there, stir it up, ready to go. Okay, on the count of three. One, two, three. Mmm. It's Hints of tomato and vinegar. We just and took coffee. <laughs> we just took coffee tasting to a whole new level. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Hold on. Yeah, slurp it. It's much better that way. Can you get a good whiff of it though? Oh, we got to snoot it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I detect some tomato. Yeah, just a hint. A little bit of hint. Okay. And that was the night of Katie's first appearance on Geek's Corner. What's um, the first appearance on Geeks Corner? I look slightly different. My hair looks different now. 
Oh, is that what it is? That's what it is. My hair is not uh, black. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah, that was that was quite the night. Uh, we had we had was it Doc Brown showed up and Katie showed up to teach us how to drink coffee, and then uh, <laughs> Murray and Cameron drank coffee with ketchup. How am I still here? I don't know. If you can stay through that, though, you're pretty good. Wow. Yeah. That's actually, um, in a month, it'll be four years since my first episode of Geek Squad. That is true, which is a which good point. Which will also be on a Tuesday. And we are coming up in, uh, what, a week and a half, two weeks from tonight, I believe. Um, we'll be coming up, is it the 10th, 10th anniversary of Geeks Corner? So, you know, maybe we'll do something like flip a coin or something. I don't know. We'll come up with something fun for the 10th anniversary of Geeks Corner. Hard to believe we've been doing this every week for that long. And, um, yeah, it just keeps going. That's insane. Even more insane to think I haven't missed a single week in 10 years. It's also insane to think that I've been here for four years. Well done. I don't know how I got here, but. <laughs> so if you have ideas for what you'd like to see for the 10th anniversary show, let us know in the comments and uh, and we will see what we can do for those. Hopping around the world, Tokyo Disneyland opened its biggest expansion ever this week. And uh, that included a new Beauty and the Beast ride and also a Baymax ride and many what is it? A salon? I'm, I'm forgetting what exactly it is. It is. A meet and greet. It's a meet and greet, but it's like her little it's salon. A uh, mini is a super international model. Yes, uh, and she's a fashion designer, and this is her studio. Studio. That's the word I was looking for. Um, so, what did you think of all of these new things that came to Tokyo Disneyland? Like, I will admit, there's some things that I really think are awesome, and other things I'm kind of like, oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, amazing. Uh, especially the castle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, the, and the fog. Yes, the castle and the fog is incredible. Um, watching the video, it feels like Magic Kingdom's new Fantasyland kicked up to a whole other level. Totally agree. Yep. Um, the thing that I'm like, eh, about is the happy ride with Baymax. Um, I think that it is alien swirling saucers slash Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. I agree. It's cute. It's Baymax. I love it. I like that there's Big Hero 6 representation. And it's actually a fun attraction. It's just yeah. not It's just innovative. not anything crazy. They are putting out new music, and there's, like, light shows in the Baymax, which I think is But really are you cute. getting hugs from Baymax? That's the question no. I want to know. That's the problem. There's, there's still that video floating around somewhere that someone has of me, like, crying meeting Baymax. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Um, and I think that the mini meet and greet is very, very cute. There's like a Figaro animatronic in the queue and there's little paw prints all over. But mm -hmm. I think that the Beauty and the Beast, the attraction in some ways falls a little flat for me, mm. which is a little bit of an unpopular opinion. Very. Um, yeah. So for the most part, I think that the attraction is gorgeous. I think the animatronics are gorgeous. Um, I actually sent a video of the ride through to my coworker who themed her wedding to Beauty and the Beast, like loves Beauty and the Beast she with her whole her, heart. She? she loved it. I yeah. literally, I texted her and I, I immediately said, Alicia, I think you're going to love this. And she was head over heels. And that is what matters to me. It doesn't matter my opinion. She is the person that like loves Beauty and the Beast. And it was a home run for her. 
Well, and it really is putting you inside the scenes of the movie. And and that's yeah. it's done in a different way than traditional. And in fact, um, having now been on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, I see some similarities for how they the storytelling devices. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be a home run. Um, I will be curious to see if they have an exclusivity pact or whatever that it can only be there and they can't replicate it in Probably. Florida or wherever it is that they'd want to do it. Um, but uh, I, I love that they're actually getting into this story and telling the telling the Beauty and the Beast story in, in an attraction way, because I think it's just it's been far too long and it should have been a long time ago. And it should yeah. be at Disneyland, I think. I, I would have loved to have seen it in the back of Fantasyland or something. Yeah. Like where the where the, the motorboats were. You hey, could put something really cool it's there. Free real estate. Exactly. You'd have to move a monorail or two posts, you know, it'd be fine. No, no problem. It's fine. We've never moved the monorail before. Exactly. But no, I think you could do something cool with that. And um and, and there's lots of possibilities for what you could do with that. But um yeah, I think they did a great job. I agree with you completely on the Baymax thing. Um, yeah. Like, it was like, oh, okay, I've seen that before. And it looks kind of like the one in Florida even more. And and it's cute, but I kind of just want... I almost feel like I want a either a very smooth, comfortable uh, dark ride that that's kind of like uh, Steven saying that there should be... Um, Baymax is basically the vehicle giving you a hug or like a flying fast one where it kind of like shoots you around Tomorrowland or something like when you're flying on him. And that could be super cool too. Like either go one extreme or the other, but I feel like this is kind of in the middle and, and it's safe, but I'd love to have seen some risk taken in the storytelling of that. Or Baymax is the new health companion that helps cast members check guests in to the resorts. Um, and he takes everyone's temperature, makes sure they're healthy. Um, and if you are healthy, he gives you a hug and welcomes you in. Um, if you're not healthy, he gives you a hug and says, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You cannot come in. Yeah, but, that... it, but you'll feel better. The blow will be softened because, because Baymax you... gave you a hug. Because you got a hug from Baymax. You know? I, I do know. Yeah. Uh, moving right along to more Disney fandom, the D23 Expo has got dates. It's in September of 2022, um, which isn't a huge surprise because when tickets did not go on sale, I was kind of like, I'm betting this is going the way of Star Wars Celebration. And uh, I actually think it's a really good call because people are going to be able to come. They're going to be able to enjoy. It'll be um a lot of fun. They're going to talk about what they're going to do for the hundredth anniversary of the company. And, and I just think this is probably a really wise and smart move. Um, as Disney regains its balance over the course of the next year. Do you have any thoughts? Uh, no. Um, okay. I think it's going to be really stressful at star Wars celebration and D 23 Expo are like weeks apart. Yeah. They're like three weeks apart. Yeah, I mean, I'm no, grateful no that they're all in Anaheim. Yeah, so it's like that's, that's a win. Um, but yeah, it's that was actually my first thought when I saw that they announced for um, September 2022. Was like, oh no, this is 
this is really close to Star Wars celebration. That is true. So it's going to be a fun month to geek out, but we will get zero sleep because we'll just finish covering Star Wars celebration and start to recover from that. And I'll be like, all right, time for D23 Expo's week of no sleep. And um, and that's fine. It'll be great. Um, I'm just we- be like, hey, work, can I um, have some time off? Right. Um, so looking into the chat, I see that Dole Whips has a solid lead by like 42 and uh, churros are coming up slowly. So let us know in the, in the chat why you think so the churro or the Dole Whips. Why you think churros are the superior snack? Is it because they make you feel happy and cinnamon sugar is yummy? Um, or is it because pineapple is disgusting? Either way, just let me know why churros are the superior snack. I reject the premise of your argument. Um, All right. So moving along, The Lion King is getting a sequel. The live action, photorealistic, whatever you want to call it, Lion King, that John Favreau brought to the big screen. And uh, we have a director in, uh, let me get his name right, Barry Jenkins, who is an Oscar-winning director, I believe. And apparently what it's going to do is it's going to move the story forward from the last one but it's also going to tell the backstory of Mufasa, which seems to me like a really good excuse to get James Earl Jones in the movie. Um, yes. yes. Uh, so what do you think, like, what do you think you would do with a sequel to <laughs> the Lion King? Yes. I saw your comment clocky. That's a good comment. That's a good comment. Not wrong. Um, I, I get they're like doing their own thing. I'd love to see Lion King one and a half. But live action. We don't know that that's not that, though. Okay, can I see Lion King one and a half live action? Maybe. Because here's the thing. I don't think they're going the comedic route just by the director, but you never know. Yeah. So um, I'll give it to you straight. Didn't love the Lion King live action. Um, I don't think it was original enough for me to be like, wow. You don't wow. want to hear Seth Rogen sing some more? So here's the thing. Here is the thing. <laughs> Sorry, was that mean? We had, Rogan, uh, we had a show tunes playlist at work, right? It was called Soundtracks and Show Tunes. On it, we played two Lion King songs. They were Circle both of Life. Action. Circle okay. of Life. That makes and, sense. Oh, actually three. Circle of Life, Hakuna Matata, and Can You Feel the Love Tonight? See, I would have uh, expected the first and the last. Uh, Yeah, but they were the live action versions. The one thing I love, though, is the live action movie gets better when you watch the bonus features, especially the Seth Rogen ones where you see them trying to help him sing. And the guy is just like he's trying. And it made that performance like when you see somebody work that hard for it, it actually made me enjoy that performance. Like it completely changed my perspective on the movie in many respects, because I was like, oh, like you really like you were not set up for success with this and you gave it your all. Like, I would hope somebody gives me that amount of grace. And like he, I I give him major points for that. Um, There is some weird uncanny Valley things that happen in the movie. It seems like, and that I actually think will be better in the next movie. Cause you think it'll probably be four to five years before this thing actually hits theaters and imagine the technology advantage advances that'll happen like already but by then as well when you look at what they've already done with like the mandalorian whatever so i'm really curious to see um how it looks 
Um, I'm curious also if this will be a musical because that could be like I hadn't really considered that till just now, but I, I, I kind of assume be. you don't yeah. think it will be. I think, I, said, I think it will be. Oh, okay, yeah, um, I do too. Otherwise, it's just a weird story about talking lions. If they sing, it at least... Maybe they least just pull, like, a new Shakespeare play. <laughs> I don't know which one. Um, Are you, is that is a new Shakespeare play? Is that implying... Oh, I thought you meant, is that implying that Shakespeare has written something new? Yes, actually, didn't you hear? hear what what is exactly. the tale it's as old as time ah, um, yes. yes anyway i hope they do something interesting with it and i really hope that it's it adds value to the story and it goes it takes some creative risks and we walk away from it glad that we saw it as opposed to going oh that wasn't necessary um and much ado about lions see that would be good I'm all for this. Um, it would be good. You have to admit. Anyway. Uh-huh. Midsummer's lion's dream. <laughs> There's something there with lion sleeps tonight with mid. Yeah, it's, it's there. I just can't work for it. Yeah, I can't get it either. Hopefully it shows up <laughs> in the. Um, yeah. Um, Bailey is saying, if you think about it, Lion King 2 is Romeo and Juliet. I will have to go back and rewatch it because I will admit I watched it once and that was plenty for me. And um, that could be a good way to, I mean, I don't know how you'd connect with Mufasa, his origin story or whatever, but um, that could be an interesting thing too. All right, hopping on over to Disney Plus today, it was announced that Group Watch has been released. And uh, that is the uh, basically a watch party for up to seven people that are Disney Plus subscribers so that they can watch Disney Plus shows together, which is great for us because we like to watch Disney shows together on Disney Plus. It'll be a blast. Um, what do you think about this new feature? And uh, what do you really want to watch first on Group Watch? Eddie Murphy's Haunted Mansion. Really? Yes. Uh-huh. I've been really wanting, so I've I've seen parts of it. Um, Not Mr. Boogity. No, so I've seen parts of it, um, but I haven't watched um, the full thing in a very long time. So I feel like it might be Country Bear, where I be like, that's it not as bad. As I, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I have seen uh, some very hot takes on Twitter that it's a very good film. So I and I, I've been holding off on watching it alone. Because I feel like my, oh God, I sound so vain, that my reaction should be put on film. Um, but I think that it would be a very fun watch party if we all watched um, Eddie Murphy's Haunted Mansion together. Uh, the Mary Penguins thinks we should do that with homemade churros. Homemade so means, churros. So everybody would have to make homemade churros in their own homes and then like tweet them or something so that we could all see them. Um, it is interesting. There are six emojis for the um for the process like when you're yes. watching it like there's angry sad happy i don't remember what the other ones were because there's no chat feature which mm-hmm. netflix yes. has a chat feature yeah. i bet there i bet there will be one coming at some point like i mean it wouldn't surprise me yeah that would be very interesting um roger thinks we should make home- homemade dull whips i think that's a very good idea too mm, no you could make the orange kind or the raspberry kind that would be even um, better that's a good choice. Yeah. 
But the traditional Dole Whip is pineapple. Therefore, I refute the very basis of what you are suggesting. But who said it has to be traditional? Maybe we don't want traditional churros. Look at what they've but done with by, those in the last couple of years. By not putting a modifier on the phrase Dole Whip, mm-hmm. you are uh, implying that it's pineapple. You, you have really to haven't modifier. watched this show very long, have you? I've been on it for four years. No, I haven't been watching it. Exactly. So you should know by now, the way it works is whatever amuses me is probably what's going to end up happening because there is no sense in half of what happens on this I show. I was trying to make good television and argue my point. That, that'd be fun if we got on television someday. Did because, you know, this is well, actually... I could be on the TV. Funny story is Johnny and I, back yes. in the day... We decided we couldn't do this, and we probably could today, is we actually talked to a local public access television station in Anaheim to try to get on said station. And we had to have it be exactly like 28 minutes and 30 seconds long for each show. And we decided that would be too hard for us to do on a weekly basis. And like, because that was when we were pre-editing. And we're like, I don't know if we can, if we can get 28 minutes and 30 seconds out of our computer each week, because we were doing like 10-minute shows then. So, um, we, we ended up not doing that, but then you would have been on TV. I would have been on the silver screen. Or the something screen. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Um, Group watch is going to be a lot of fun. I, I, I agree with you. And I actually think Haunted yeah. Mansion is a much, it's campy. It's kind of, it's kind of. I like um, campy. Yeah. It's, it's corny. It's campy, but it actually is kind of fun. And, uh, and Clocky has a point. There's a pineapple emoji. That's not a Dole Whip. You just said it was pineapple. Okay, that is a pineapple. A pineapple. That is not a whip. How many different ways can you say pineapple? I'm just curious. How many ways can you be rude? I'm just curious. No, I'm just asking. Pineapple. Pineapple. Okay. Yep. I feel like you should say it like super fast to like pineapple. Pineapple. Yeah. (laughs) Also, this is just a funny note. Um, I had a work meeting today and the entire time I was talking, I just kept thinking about Keith's Corner. Oh. No! Don't be rude. (laughs) No, about the way I talk on Geek's Corner. And um, on the Geeks Corner, on the YouTube, on um, the YouTube. yeah. Every time someone is telling me about my interview skills, they're like, "You're on YouTube. You should be fine. You'll be fine. It'll be great." But uh, speaking of being fine, we have run out of time on this fine night. So, Katie, what should people do? Um, to all my people who love churros, you should go to dapsmagic.com, check out all the Disney and Geek news as it happens, subscribe to our mailing list, find our Patreon, even if you love Dole Whips. You can also find us on social media, uh, on Twitter, at the Geeks Corner, or at daps underscore magic, at Instagram, at Geeks Corner, and at daps magic. Um, and you can go fight about churros and Dole Whips there, but only the people that like churros are correct. Please do it all week. It'd be really funny. Use the hashtag. Uh, Geeks Corner for that. It would be really hilarious, I think. I'll see you uh, there. 
people be like, what's going on? Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel as well. And uh, we do have a ton of stories going up this week and more videos from Florida going up. So you won't want to miss that on YouTube or on the website. And uh, we'll also have coverage of the, uh, what was it, Knott's Taste of Halloween, which was a blast on Sunday. But uh, that is all the time that we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner. Bye.